how Elizabeth, Susie, and I ended up bent over the bed at the same time, I'll never know. Sure, Alice and Joni were busy with each other, and their moans were sexy as hell. But it was kind of interesting that the rest of us didn't pair off so much as we just all ended up in the same situation with all five husbands eyeing the three of us. It was so damned weird, because when we planned the whole thing, the idea was that it would be a good old-fashioned key party. That meant we put our keychains in a bowl, and the men picked one each, and slept with the wife who owned the keys. That was the plan. It probably would have worked, too, if we hadn't all been wearing the sexiest lingerie we could come up with before we pulled any keys out of the bowl. Getting off work early was something that simply did not happen, not even on a Friday in the thick of summer. But the phones were dead since well before lunch, and George finally conceded the point. No one was in the market for a landscaping bid at the start of a long weekend, and he finally grumbled under his breath that we could take off if we didn't have anything else to do. There were always other things to do, filing and checking the supply closet for inventory and the like. But Beatrice beat me to the punch and wiped her hands together before planting her palms on her desk. No work for the wicked here, she chirped. That got another gripe out of George, but he relented at one thirty and told us to be on our way. And no getting into trouble, girls, he said before we were even out the door. Beatrice turned on her heels and flashed him her sweetest smile. No way we would ever do that. But and as I was soon enjoying as we a cup of coffee water, on the back porch, the high rose-covered walls that surrounded me gave me privacy and protection from the outside world. So I was able to sit on my porch swing clad in only my short silk nightgown and no panties without fear of being spied upon. I just bought my very first home, and I'd done it all on my own. After years of focusing intently on my job, working my way up, scrimping and saving, and doing it all at the expense of having any kind of love life, I'd finally reached my goal, affording a house free and clear, all just for me. The movers had come and gone, Everything had been set in its rightful place, and I was home. After years of living with roommates, I relished this newfound freedom. I pulled a leg up onto the swing casually. Are the ways you never thought of. Going to a movie, out to dinner, or even the beach together are all great ways to show you care about someone. But what about the unconventional methods? What about what goes on behind closed doors that no one likes talking about? I found myself pondering this over dinner that night with my fiancé, Eric. He'd been quiet all night, and normally when he did that there was something he needed to tell me. I hoped it wasn't something for the worse, like telling me he didn't love me anymore and wanted to break up. I felt anxious, and I didn't want to bring it up unless he was ready to tell me, so... I resorted to small talk most of the night, but it was killing me. He barely responded to anything I said. It was like he was a completely different person. At least the food was good, I thought to myself. They'd plated it perfectly, and there was a generous portion. My husband Paul was at the coffee maker pouring himself a cup. My son was at the kitchen table doing his homework. Even though there wasn't any reason to be worried, I was. That seemed to come with adulthood, 
Worrying about bills, politics, and time all seem to be staples of being an adult, not just a parent. Except then, you had to do the worrying for two or more people. In my case, thankfully, only two. I got up and looked in the fridge. We had enough food to last us the month, but for some reason, I wasn't in the mood for any of it. Typically, I would be hungry by this time of day, but we couldn't really cook anything because our stove was broken. And that's what the phone call was for. He said he should be here at nine tomorrow morning, I said to my husband, closing the fridge door. I don't think you'll be home, huh? I'll be at work until five tomorrow night. Sorry, but you'll be here, right? He sipped his coffee to taste it and decided it needed more sugar.